Give God praise in the house this morning. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. Are you excited this morning? Give God praise in the house. Give God praise in the house. Give God praise. Give God praise. He gave you hands that you may praise him. He gave you a voice that you may worship him. He gave you legs that you may dance to him. He gave you life that you may praise him. The Bible says, let the living praise the Lord. Let the living in the house praise the Lord. If you are not dead in the house this morning, can you give God praise? Can you give God glory? Can you give God honor? Hey, give him praise, it's worth Can you give him a shout of hallelujah? Can you give him a shout of hallelujah? Can you give him a shout of hallelujah? Oh, Lord, we thank you. going to happen to you today. Every bit of thing that the devil has succeeded in achieving in your life, they are crumbling. Now your amen is on admission bed. Amen still sounds like it is still in the intensive care unit of UCH. Everything, whatever the name is called, as far as it came from the devil, it is bowing down before you today. to tell you this morning that the only thing that has the right to remain standing in your life after the service today is what the Lord Jesus has done for you. Can I hear the loudest amen? <laughs> Can we give Jesus hallelujah major One to go!
by the wall of Jericho. They gave God a shout with the sound of the trumpet. The Bible says, and Jericho fell. Jericho is falling before you today. Babylon is collapsing before you today. Do you know how to use your mouth to blow trumpet? Can you blow trumpet? Now listen, I came this morning with a lot of trouble for the kingdom of darkness. I came to make trouble with the pit of hell this morning. And I want you to be ready to make trouble. We will find trouble today. We will show the devil pepper. Pepper. He will see fire in this place today. Hallelujah. Every sickness will vanish. Every failure will be a thing of the past. Every pain will be gone. Every limitation is given away. Every obstacle is being taken away. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now listen. We are going to pray in the Holy Ghost for 10 minutes before I preach. But as the message goes on, I feel I should pray with each and everybody here holding hand one by one, but time will not permit us this morning. So what are you are going to do for me? As the message goes on, you will pick a sheet of paper and write your prayer request on it. Are you with me? Are you with me this morning? While the message is going on, don't be distracted. Just pick a sheet of paper and write your prayer request on it. At a point in the course of the message, we are going to give attention. Those things that bother you, those things that represent Babylon in your life, you will pick a sheet of paper and you are going to write it. What you want the Lord to do for you here today. At a point, I'm going to pray over those prayer requests. The ushers are not going to collect it. You will lift it wherever you are and I will pray over it. Amen. In another 10 minutes, I want you to lift up your voice. If you are desperate, if you need God's intervention, if there's anything in your life that must fall, that must crumble, if there's any institution of Satan over your life that you want that, that must crash, 
if there's anything you are looking up to God for, if you are desperate, I want you to lift your voice loud. In another 10 minutes, I'm not going to interrupt you because I'm going to be praying also. And just pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. It will surprise you that I won't encourage you, I won't ginger you to pray. It depends on what you want from the Lord. Whatever you want from the Lord today, you are going to get it. You are going to get it. So, lift up your voice and just pray in the Holy Ghost in the next 10 minutes. In the next 10 minutes. Kali Baratania. Ye Karatos Kaparia. Yelimina Koriando Zepriada. Embrekando Zopre Kalandoskianda.
Five minutes gone already. Five minutes gone already. Intensify. 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 Raise the intensity. Raise the intensity. Five minutes gone already. You have five more minutes. You have two more minutes. You have two more minutes. Can you add fire? Can you increase the fire? Can you increase the fire? Increase the fire. Increase the fire. Something is happening. Something is upon us this morning. Kalimina Belando Siparatusia Ye Katunia Barata Ye Katakatakayatani Out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living waters. Out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living waters. Out of my belly shall flow. 
out of my belly, out of my belly, shall roll rivers, rivers of living waters.
Shelly Mina Guda Yatani, Shay Katuni Malaita, Shani Naita Libra Dosia, Yanina, Yimi, Emina Tosiada, Yamina Guda Yatani, Elaita Nima Uke, Yeremike, Idusa Paita, Ikeke Yata, Eva Rossi Paita, Ine Nekuda, Ire Kuda. shall be uprooted today. See, in this place today, we are going to sit on matters and we will grind it. 
nobody is permitted to go back the way he came or she came. Any burden that you brought into this place, you must drop it at the feet of the cross, at the foot of the cross. So we, we are still going to pray. I just hope I am able to do this within 20-25 minutes so we can spend enough time in the place of prayer. As the message progressed last week, we came to Daniel chapter 3 and I told you I was going to take it up from there. Because of time, it's a story that we know, so I won't belabor us reading it. I, I'm just going to be talking. You know what happened in Daniel chapter 3? That was a chapter that King Nebuchadnezzar made that golden image and set it up. And commanded that the whole nation, tribes, tongues, people, at the sound of all kinds of instrument, must bow down and worship the image that he had set up for them. And remember we said last week that that thing that Nebuchadnezzar was asking them to do for the image was actually meant for God. So, in other words... Nebuchadnezzar was replacing, was, was giving the glory that was due God onto an image. I want you to follow me and please be ready to pray. Shackles will break. Bondages will break. Obstacles will be removed. Limitations will be removed. Sicknesses will disappear. Pains will, they, they will, they will disappear. There is none of them that can stand at the presence of Jehovah God. So you remember that as the instrument sounded, everybody went down flat and bowed before the image of Nebuchadnezzar and worshipped that image. So in other words, God was replaced in their lives. And you remember that Aaron did something similar. Alright? By making an image when Moses tarried on the mountain, he made an image and the people worshipped the image that Aaron made. So that is to let you know that wherever you turn, Babylon is waiting to gain possession of your life. And you remember I told you last Sunday that there is no point that the devil will leave you alone. There's no point. So don't think that because you have won today that the devil is tired and he has... See, see when it comes to warfare, the devil is the most re resilient being you have ever met. See, if you defeat the devil today, he will come back tomorrow. Defeat him tomorrow, he will come back again. As long as we live on this earth, the devil will not leave you alone. So when you are praying and you are saying, uh, Satan, leave me alone. I am married to Jesus. Satan, leave me. He will not leave you alone. He won't leave you alone. One thing again is, you know, when somebody is defeated, most times he is ashamed. Huh? When you are fighting with somebody and you beat the person, the normal thing is you become ashamed. You become remorseful. But the devil doesn't have shame. 
Uh, there's nothing you do to the devil that will make him ashamed. He doesn't have shame. They bowed before the image of Nebuchadnezzar. But then, surprisingly, there were some three young men that were captives. They were Jews. In that land, they were part of the people that were taken captive into the land of Babylon when Nebuchadnezzar invaded Judah. So, in other words, you can say that they were slaves because they were in a strange land. According to Psalm 137, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat, there we wept when we remembered Zion. And if you read further, the Bible says, and they asked us to sing the Lord's song where? In a strange land. That strange land is Babylon. So, these three men, decided that they were not going to worship the image of Nebuchadnezzar. They were not going to bow down to Babylon. They were not going to worship Babylon. They were not going to allow Babylon infiltrate their life. They were not going to allow Babylon infiltrate their consecration to the Lord. And there stood three of them. While others bowed, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood still. May you stand still when others are bowing. May you stand tall when men are bowing. May you stand tall when men are falling. May you stand tall when men are failing. You will stand tall when all else are against you. Even if it means to stand alone, may you stand tall in the midst of opposition. And it is my prayer that in this generation, God will raise young men and women that will stand tall when the whole world is bowing down. So they stood and the people took note of them that they refused to bow to the graven image of Nebuchadnezzar. And they went and reported to the king. This whole thing I'm telling you is in Daniel chapter 3. And they went and reported to the king. Can you give it to us from verse 16? That did not be as if we did not read the Bible. Give it to us from verse 16. Yes. Hallelujah. All right. Now if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to, to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. You know the story. The long and short of it is that the three boys, they refused to bow in the face of threat of death, in the face of threat of pain. Do you know what it means to be cast into the fire alive? You are burnt alive 
Have you ever imagined when you hear the news of vehicles bursting into flames and 18 people are burnt? Have you ever imagined the final moments of those people that are burnt to ashes, that are burnt to death? Have you ever imagined? Have you ever imagined that pain? Have you ever imagined the kind of excruciating pain that those people may have gone through? The Bible says, and the king got angry when this man said they were not going to bow to his image and he commanded that the furnace be heated seven more times and let them be bowed and cast into the fire. And they stood. And they were, they were increasing the intensity of the fire. Times one, times two, times three, times four, times five, times six, times seven. They stood there. They saw it. They faced the king. And they said, oh king, it is better for us to be roasted in this fire than to bow to your image. Our lives don't matter to us anymore. After all, what does it matter when a man gains the whole world and loses his soul in hell? What is the essence of my existence if I lose God and gain life? After all, if after now I don't die, a day will come. I will yet die. Am I correct? Eh? The people that Jesus resurrected from the dead, did they die eventually or not? They still died. The man that came back to life, when his body touched the bone of Elisha, where is the man today? He's dead. Lazarus, that did four days in the grave and came out of the grave, where is he today? He's dead. He's gone. The son of the widow of nine that Jesus resurrected, brought back to life. Where is he today? He's gone. Can I tell you something? That death that you are afraid of, that pain that you are afraid of, that have made you, that has made it difficult for you to stand for God, that death will still come eventually. It will still come. We will all die. If Jesus starts to come. Eh? You know the only thing we pray for? Long, long, long. A point will come. You, you even be the one that will be saying, Lord, like Paul, I have finished my course. I have fought a good fight of it. I have no reason to be here anymore. Lord, it is time to come home. You, you see, let me, let me tell you something. When you have a glimpse of heaven, you say, God, take me now. They stood their ground and they said, Oh, King, our God that we serve is able to deliver us from this furnace and He will deliver us even from your hand. But let's even make Ikukuma very clear to you that even if He refuses to save us, we choose to enter the fire. And the King got angry. So, okay, bind them. And they bound them with their clothes on. The Bible was very specific. They did not undress them. Their clothes were on. They bound them hand and foot. And they threw them into this furnace that was heated seven times more. The mighty men of Nebuchadnezzar. Are you with me? Are you with me this morning? 
Are you with me? We'll soon get to a point where we'll begin to pray. Now, the mighty men of Nebuchadnezzar took them, threw them into the fire. The Bible says they landed in that fire, bound. When you are reading the Bible, pay attention to the language of the Bible. God did not come to their rescue in the process of being thrown into the fire. He did not lose them and tell them to run away. He allowed them to be cast into the fire, bound. So, do you now realize the reason why sometimes God allows you to enter trouble and it's as if he turns his ears against all your cry of deliverance. Eh? There are times that God allows you to enter the fire, bound, incapacitated, and there is nothing that you can do to help yourself just to show forth the glory of his might. Can somebody shout hallelujah? So, they enter the fire bound. Do you know something? Bible students, those people that threw them into fire, what happened to them? Preach with me and I'm not hearing you. Those that didn't enter, fire came from where it was and slayed them. Eh? They died outside fire. But as they entered, after a short while, the king looked. And the Bible says the king got up hastily and asked his people, ah, how many people did we throw into the fire? I said, ah, we, three of them. Ah. So, how come I'm seeing four? And they are loosed. Hey, I'm seeing four men. And all of them, they are free. They are walking. Read the, read the account. They are walking inside the fire. Hiya. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Can somebody say hallelujah? hallelujah. The thought they were throwing them into the fire that can destroy them. They failed to realize that the God that this man trusted in is actually the creator of fire. You, 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 you know what the Bible says about the Lord? The Bible says fire goeth before him. Yeah. So when they were throwing them into the fire, Nebuchadnezzar did not know that there was a God in heaven that created fire. It's not my word like hammer that breaks in pieces the rocks. It's not my word like what? Fire! Eh? When fire meets fire, one fire must bow. Satan has fire. And I'm here to tell you that the God that you serve also has what? Fire. In fact, it is, it is his fire. It is from his fire that the devil has his fire. Are you understanding me? Hope you know that the devil was actually an angel called Lucifer before God. It was God that decorated the devil. It was God that adorned the devil. Listen to me. What is it that the devil can do to you that can overwhelm what God has done in your life? What? These three men understood that this fire they are throwing us into is man-made fire. But right inside of us is the fire of the Holy One of Israel. Israel. 
If you have this understanding, you will not be afraid of what man can do to you. Actually, there's nothing man can do to you. Tell yourself, there's nothing man can do to me. Uh, you are afraid because somebody say, I, I swear you will see. I will deal with you. Man. When the Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of? Eh? Man. Yeah. I will, in this office, in this school, let me see how far you can go. Listen, listen. When we were in school, one of our very precious sisters ran into a very serious problem with the lecturer. And the man vowed that he would frustrate her on that campus. And she came and told us. First semester, we saw the sign. All right? The next semester, we saw the sign. It became very terrible that this intelligent girl could not pass her exams. No! This is not your result. You know what we did? We went to our cocoon. Somebody say cocoon. We heaped fire. See, eh? In your journey into the reality of the plan of God for your life, bar. I will not lie to you. There are people that are unrepentant in making sure that you don't achieve it. Now, such people have to die. I won't lie to you. No, I won't lie to you. Because they are unrepentant. You know, the Bible says of Paul, I don't know if it is in Acts chapter 23 or Acts chapter 13, that these men, they came together and they took an oath. If you can help me fetch that scripture. Brother, we went to our prayer place. There's a place we carved out on campus. We used to call it Powerhouse. We entered there. We settled the matter in the place of prayer. The next term, or the next semester, that lecturer was publicly disgraced. As in, as in it was a, a publicized disgrace. And that was how he exited the school. If you don't give us space, or if you don't allow us space, you will have to give us space. I don't know if you understand. There are people that have withheld promotions. Some of you approvals. They have said this thing, they will not approve it for you. They will be displaced from that seat. Say amen. amen. Say it again. Amen. That will be displaced. See, we have seen this thing happen. Those that say you will not go forward. You will not go forward. You will not go forward. Over my dead body. Over my dead body. Yes, it shall be over their dead body. See, even God gives men in exchange for you. I'm not saying you should go about looking for, but anybody that has troubled you for five years and even up till now the person is not repenting, he has to vacate. D do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, do you know what five years means in your destiny? Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what it means for you to be delayed for five years? 
And then somebody, see, they will, they will, they will relocate. Some of them, the office will become too hot for them. Or that market, or that, it will become too hot for them. Sometimes my wife will come to the shop and she will see sacrifices in front of her. I'll tell her, pack it, pack it inside. Pack it away. See, we are men of fire. You, I'm, talk, I'm not talking about me as I'm preaching like this. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about Pastor Tolu. I'm not talking about Pastor Lawyer. Meanwhile, anybody that has Pastor Lawyer's number, should please call him and tell him I'm missing him. Let him come back. But you, you like this. There is fire inside of you. They cannot contain you. Hey, you see, that is why I, I will cast out devils today. I will cast them out tomorrow. I will cast them out next tomorrow. I will cast them out for the rest of my life. Because, because fire never says it is enough. So anywhere I see them, I will cast them out. Because there is always that desire to burn. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If it is sickness, you cast it. If it is anything that is wrong, that represents Babylon in your life, every day you have the authority, the power, and they release the backing of the host of heaven to cast them out. Can I hear hallelujah? This week, all my children came down sick. All of them. When he started, I took him to Dr. Ore. We treated him. Before I knew it, Mel, once they are about falling sick, there's a way their eyes will begin to look. The previous day, I saw his eyes. I said, this boy is, is about starting something. Before we knew it, he started his own. Before we knew it, Connorson started his own. Before we knew it, Edna started his own. See, all those days, the devil hear him. See, you see, a child, any child that will not allow his mama to sleep, that child too will not do what? Will not sleep. If the devil has decided to trouble us, we too have decided to trouble him. What are you saying? Who, who, who is the devil? Eh? That song that we were singing, that the way they pamper, that guy that, that guy that was talking. And at the point he say, who be you? Who be you? What did they worry you? Who be you, old mountain, or something like that? Wait, 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 they worry you. I like that part. Wait, they, there are, there are times that you, you need to come to a point where you tell the, wait, they worry yourself. Who you be? That was what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were telling Nebuchadnezzar. Who you, who you be? Where my God day? Somebody that can part the Red Sea with the blast of his nostrils. I carry him. You stand there, you won't fight with him. Who you, who you be? Somebody say, who you be? And then they'll not say, there's one witch, one wizard in your family that is tormenting you, that is tormenting you. As a little boy that had Jesus, which is a wizard, we don't cast them out. I'm a cast one out. One law. I was in a meeting one day in Lagos. 
And a demon began to cry out, leave us alone, leave us alone, leave us alone. Anywhere you go, that is how you'll be hitting fire. This is how you'll be snatching people from our hand. Hey, I look at him. I say, ah, something that I have not even started. Ministry of casting out demons that I have not started. Today, any one of them operating in your life, this is another opportunity for them to go. They are leaving. You, you don't believe what I said? I said they are going. Uh, the devil. The devil. See. How do you call the Satan in Yoruba? Is he Eshu? How do you call him? What's his name in Yoruba? Somebody do like this. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. See, you cannot be put to shame. Some of you are afraid. Hey, shame is coming. It's a lie. You cannot. People of God, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes, everybody. You cannot. You can't be put to shame. Why are you afraid? I see some of you. I see fear. You had a dream. Somebody died. You had a dream. No, no. See, see. You are a man that is bestowed with the authority of Jesus. You can call kings to order. You don't understand? Uh, kings, kings. Is it not the Bible that says, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that what? That Jesus Christ is what? Lord. Uh, uh. What are you saying now? What are you saying? You are not created for Babylon. You are created over Babylon. Because you are seated with Christ Jesus. Where? In high places. Where? Far. Somebody say far. Far. Far above principalities. Don't you know who you are? Sir. You, okay, Job. See, the devil will try things. That's why sometimes you may feel ill in your body. You may feel weak. Sometimes you may have accident. Our brother had an accident recently. Look at him. Look at him. Look at Brother Daniel. What has the devil achieved? Excuse me now. What has he achieved? Uh, Augustine or Maiden, see you. Stand up, I beg. Huh? How many of you would believe that this man broke, fractured his arm some weeks ago? How many of you? Look at him. Sit down, sir. Sorry for putting you on the spot. You will not die. See, they have told you that death is knocking. There is no death. You won't die. If, if there is handwriting of death written over any of you, now, now, I, I, I cancel it with the blood of Jesus. You don't believe what I said? If you believe, say amen. Or is it because I did not shout? Anything from the devil that the devil has written, written there, he has used his pen or whatever, or whatever he has to write it. I say I erase it. I cancel it. I cancel it. Uh, see, there is nobody here that will leave this place this morning with anything of the devil still operating in you. There is nobody here. There is nobody. 
like I've deviated from Daniel chapter 3. You remember that they carried Daniel. Daniel. Because he was a prayer, a man of prayer. And they threw him into the lion's den. Do you remember? What happened to Daniel? Excuse me now. What happened to him? Did he come out of that den or not? Eh? Did he come out or not? Was there any scratch on his body? Do you know what they failed to realize? They were feeding Daniel to the lions. And they failed to realize that the God he prayed to is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Don't you know that when that lion roars, every other lion, they take, they take shield. When the lion roars in the jungle, they know, all other animals, they know that there is danger lurking around. <laughs> Have you forgotten Moses? <laughs> I just want to discuss this one. Have you forgotten Moses? His rod of authority. The thing turned to snake. Eh? Pharaoh to say, ah, what is it that you have done that is strange? I have people that can do this thing. Now there's nothing. He said, okay. They came and threw their rods. It became serpents. Moses' stone was serpent. All of them generated serpents. That means in number, they outnumbered Moses. They outweighed Moses. They overcrowded Moses. But because the serpent of Moses came from the presence of the Lord. Now, remember that it was that rod that was thrown into the temple. And that was the rod that budded. Do, do, do you understand what I'm talking about? So, that serpent, that was one. Now, I don't know the size. I'm not sure that it was bigger in size than all those other serpents. But that serpent opened his mouth. Wham, swallowed one. Wham, swallowed the other. Wham, swallowed the third. Until all the serpents were swallowed. Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? There is nothing that the devil is doing in your life that God will not swallow up. See, I'm speaking to you from my heart, people of God. You have no reason to be afraid. The devil can do you nothing, nada. The devil can do you nothing. There is, there, is, there is absolutely nothing that the devil, he may look mighty, he may look weighty. As small as you are, you have enough tummy, you have enough capacity to swallow everything that the devil has to throw at you. Have you forgotten David and Goliath? Have you forgotten? Uh, Goliath stood like this. David stood like this. And Goliath looked at him and said, look at this boy, you lad. Am I, am I, how did he even describe himself? Sir? Am I a dog? See, eh? The devil knows himself. When David appeared, as long as David had not appeared, Goliath saw every other person as a dog. That he can slaughter. When David appeared, Goliath saw himself in the light of the appearance of David as a dog. You didn't get what I just said. What I just told you is a very profound revelation. That your appearance defines the devil unto himself. 
you didn't get me. That once you appear like this, the devil now realizes who he is. And he now realizes that, ah, I don't have the capacity to withstand this one. Because the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to do what? Stand against the wiles of the devil. When the devil sees you, he should know where he belongs. That was what happened to Goliath. So am I a dog that, that you are coming at me with uh, a catapult and stones and all that? Come to me and I will feed your flesh to the fowls of the air this day. You know what David told him? He said, ah, <laughs> Gola, 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 Gola. Is it me you are talking to like this? You see, there's another thing in my place that when a blind man says he's going to throw stone at you, check him very well. One of his legs is already on a stone. You know, a blind man will not know where stone is. So he cannot just come and say, I'm going to stone you. No. If a blind man tells you he's going to throw a stone at you, his leg is on a stone already. So that as soon as he says that, he knows where his hand will go to. He will pick that. So David knew what he was standing on already. And he said unto Goliath, he said, ah, Goliath, you come to me with your spear. You come to me with your sword. You come to me with all your defenses. But this day, this day, somebody say this day. There is a day that is called this day in the life of every man. That day is today. The day of your glorification. The day of your deliverance. The day of your breaking forth, breaking free. The day of your breaking through. He said, but this day, this day, this day, I come to you in the name of the Lord God of the armies of Israel, whom thou defiest. This day I will give your flesh to the birds of the air. And as he was coming, it was as if he was playing. Sometimes when you are praying, it's as if what you are doing is playing. You know, sometimes when we are praying, they'll be thinking, what are these people doing now? Why are they shouting like this now? Why are they? That play that you are playing, the Bible says, and David charged towards Goliath. Released the stone. Where did it go to? The forehead. The only space left uncovered of Goliath. That was how this giant fell down. Can I tell somebody here this morning? Any Babylon that has too tall in your life is falling down. Oh. It's falling down. You see, those boys, to call the long story short, because, oh my God, time is gone. You see, those boys... They came out of the fire. The Bible says they were not hot. The Bible says none of their hair was singed, as in no, no strand of their hair was burned. Not only that, the Bible says there was no smell of fire on their body. Read it. Is there any, they, they didn't smell, they didn't look like people that had gone through fire. By the time you come out on the other side, men will not believe what you have been through. They won't believe it. They won't believe it. They came out clean on out. God was glorified. The whole land turned over to God. As I announced to you that on account of your life, God will be glorified. Babylon is falling. Babylon is crumbling. Babylon is falling over your life in the mighty name of Jesus.
I don't have time. But it will be like a dream. When the Lord rises on account of your life this morning. In Revelation chapter 17, can we read? Maybe verse, let me just read from verse 4. And then we'll close in chapter 18. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pears, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication and on her forehead. A name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. That was Babylon. The picture, the description of Babylon. You see how mighty Babylon is described here. You see how great. Babylon appeared here as a great, as if something, something that, was, that, 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 was, that was great indeed. In fact, Babylon was described as Babylon the great. The great. Now, go to chapter 18. As we close there. As we close there. Chapter 18, verse 1. Chapter 18, verse 1. Revelation, chapter 18, verse 1. Oh, there. Okay. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. Verse 2, verse 2, verse 2. Verse 2, help me, help me. Multimedia, help me now. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, saying, can we shout it together? Babylon, the great, is falling is falling and has become a dwelling of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bed. Can I announce to you this morning that Babylon is falling? As great as it is, as strong as it is, as powerful as it is, can I announce to you this morning that Babylon is falling? Can you give us chapter 19, verse 1? Babylon is falling. It is no longer standing over your life. It is no longer an authority over your life anymore. Revelation chapter 19, verse 1. Babylon, Babylon the great is falling. The Bible says, after these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, eh, Hallelujah, salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. For the Lord our God is mighty. Yes, the Lord our God is omnipotent. Oh, the Lord our God is wonderful. That will be your song today. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Salvation and glory. Hallelujah. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. Oh, yes, for the Lord our God is mighty. Oh, yes, the Lord our God is omnipotent. Ah, the Lord our God is wonderful. Give us verse 2 as I conclude now. A brand of for true and righteous are his judgments. For he had judged the 
great war which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and had avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. Go on, go on, verse 3. And again, they say, Hallelujah. And as smoke rose up forever and ever. Verse 4. And the four and twenty elders, uh, beasts, fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Verse 5. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. Verse 6, and I heard, as it were, the voice of great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God, oh, minipotent, reigning. Oh, yes, hallelujah, oh, yes, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. For the Lord God who minipotent reigneth. Oh yes, hallelujah. Oh yes, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you rise on your feet? Hallelujah, hallelujah. For the Lord
lift up your prayer request now. It is finished. It is finished. 
In the name of Jesus. From today, you are walking free. Walk into your high places. Ride into your high places. Victory. I hear the shout of victory. I hear the shout of victory. You are victorious in the name of Jesus. Your day of glory is here. Your day of increase is here. Your day of manifestation is here. Your day of exploit is here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No more tears. Because the Lord shall wipe away all tears. You will come back with tangible testimonies. The testimony will be so loud that you cannot hide it. And I commend you to the Lord. I commend you to the word of his power. And I declare that everybody here today, you are blessed. You are blessed immeasurably. In the name of Jesus. Can I hear a thunderous amen? Can I hear a thunderous hallelujah? Hallelujah for the Lord God who 